Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house. Oh, and no contracts, services month to month. Get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on Start a Podcast. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so I have Christina Suarez on the line. She's a business development specialist over at Netco Title. Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. All right, I, um, Christina. You know. So I am excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about the differences between, you know, what 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 people should be thinking about when they hire a title company, what that looks like. Um, but before we get into that topic, let's start off with a little bit of your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Oh, you're so great, Adam. Thank you. So yes, um, I had been in home services for a security company, a well-known security company, for probably about 18 and a half years. Um, this is where I went to million-dollar houses, regular houses, mobile homes, you name it, um, where I learned about people, learned about what I really wanted to uh, be as I developed in my career, um, who I should look for, all that good stuff. Um, being a part of a security company and... Um, being with them for so long, I got to a point where I felt the drive was too much. It was, it was, it wasn't fulfilling in my heart. And every New Year's, I would feel really sad. And so I stopped and I, I worked with the life coach and thought about, okay, what could I have in my life that had to be a good purpose? Something that no one really knows about, but everyone has to use and cost a lot of money. So that led me into the funeral industry. The funeral industry is one of those industries that catches people at the most vulnerable spot in their life. It's exactly what I asked for. It's something that I can help people understand and know what they're buying because it is a lot of money and everyone will have to use it. So I investigated myself into that business to get, to get down and dirty with people to ask the right questions about their soul, who they are, where they come from, what matters the most, so that way they can fulfill their lives and fulfill their honor at the very end of their life for their families. When I started um, discovering more and more... Oh, I no, discovered keep going, more and keep more going. That's great. Okay. <laughs> I discovered more and more about people at that aspect, um, you know, just because I would go to government housing. I mean, a lot of people don't know about the funeral industry. It's one of those where you could go five miles down the road and pay $10,000 less than to place five miles down the road. And so I would go to government housing, explain to them the differences, explain to them so that I would be there for them. So when that day actually did show up, 
their families would have everything planned, everything taken care of. It was something, a sales technique that I kind of put together that was based off of my heart. Um, and that's kind of what I like to do in my current position. Um, as I left the penal industry, because it was just too hard, it was hard to be there at, you know, in someone's, on someone's deathbed, you know, holding their hands and watching them pass away. It was very, very hard for me. So I stopped. I had to stop. And I was like, okay, universe, what is next? What's another thing that I can, um, or what's another career that I could attach myself to that everyone's going to have to use? A lot of people just don't know about. And at the same time, they need to know. And I can also be who I am as that person that loves to be the flow of abundance and prosperity for all that come in contact with me. I wanted that to be something that was keynote in my next career change. So um, COVID happened. I actually got an opportunity to work with Netco Title and attach myself to um, uh, an experienced mentor who has been helping me along the way, who is just amazing. And we had an opportunity to open office here in Austin. So that gave me... Um, kind of the, the fuel to my fire in my heart to help more people and to connect and be a resource and that flow of abundance and prosperity. Along with that, I also have um, rechanneled my energy to help those people that have been in the caregiving industry that have had to come in contact with death and caregiving and tragedies and, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's, all those things that no one knows about unless you're in it. And most are exposed to it. And so I've opened up that field to really help people along that path. And doing so, it just, um, it enables me to be the best version of myself. So that kind of gives me, uh, the, the, everything that I've ever wanted and everything I've ever, um, have experienced or learned to this exact point in time to help these, this flow of abundance and prosperity in my new career. That's awesome, Christina. And thank you for sharing that. And I want to, speaking of your new career, I think that's a great transition. So let's get into title. Uh, so, you know, things that people should be considering when they go at the title company. I mean, the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, tell us your thoughts on this because now we, we see the heart that you took in your last career and, you know, how much effort you put towards, you know, and passion you put towards anything that you're working on. Uh, so tell us like how, how, what we should be thinking about when it comes to the title industry. Yes. So a lot of people are, um, you know, there's a lot of myths about title. Um, everyone should use title. And the reasons are, are very specific. You don't know what, <laughs> what somebody else missed and you don't know what the property actually entails and what liens are on there and what's going on and what's been held in a lien for tax purposes because of certain exemptions. And so, for instance, I had this one um, gentleman who was a stager, and he was telling me specifically how he does not like title companies. And the reason is, is because back in 1992, when um, he had purchased his house, um, they went to refinance in 1998 and found out that there was a lien from from the previous owners, and they had no idea, and no one caught it. And that's what title is supposed to do. Title is supposed to catch those things. Um, so in 1998, when he went to go refinance, he couldn't without paying a, a huge chunk of money that he was not expecting. So that's one thing that we all should make sure that when we look for a good title company, that they are well known, that they've been around for a long time. And like myself, the reason I chose this company is because they were around for 35 years. Another thing that people should really look for in a good title company, and it can be a horror story, <laughs> is um, 
is just that whole teaming up process. A lot of big title companies will, you know, I guess take people out for uh, extravagant dinners and box seats here and this and that, when really most brokers are actually looking for that, of course, but then the little nitty-gritty stuff to help their real estate agents, their team. So as a business development specialist, what I do is I team up with those realtors. I help make sure that at their open houses, they have what they need. Um, little, uh, little farming projects. We help with little farming projects and make sure things are all together so that um, all the information is presented to the client so that they get the best of bang for their buck, basically, <laughs> um, to make sure that flow of abundance does follow process thoroughly. What we also like to do is make sure that, um, you know, a lot of investors will buy properties in different states. And during this COVID time, there's a lot of different scary stories as, par, uh, as far as, you know, you can't close here because the title office is closed or you can't go here because um, of code purposes. Every, every state is different. Every state has different legalities. So that's what we do is we help hook up. And as um, a company that is serving all 50 states, I connect with my inner channels within the, the NETCO community. So it's pretty cool. No, that is really cool. And so what kind of um what kind of title does, does Netco handle? Is it residential, commercial, all the above? I mean give us a little feel there and, 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 and you already mentioned geography wise in, in all the states, yeah? Yes, yes. Um, so we normally do or we can do anything, commercial, residential, uh land, um uh or double uh, double closings, all those things that involve real estate. We tend we know how to do it. If so to say something is, you know, just too much, I know different um, title companies that will help take over those transactions, that will help us along that um, that path so that everything does flow properly. Um, there's certain, as far as my husband's a hard money lender, and uh, there's a lot of title companies that are not very good about hard money. And so finding that right company that has the good national underwriters to make sure that everything does go through the process smoothly, but then also it it just it works out for the client. I mean, these are these are those times where we're not sure what's going to happen, and next year. When so the proper taxes, property taxes are released in October, which means that next year they're going to be a little weird because of all the extensions and taxes that have gone on this year. So having the right title to make sure that the, there aren't the liens, there are no liens on that house when you actually purchase it, and to follow through afterwards if there is something that is being delayed because of you know the county county reasons. They just didn't get to it in time, that sort of thing. Fantastic. Well, Christina, first off, um, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing some of your background and how you got into the industry and also your passion for title and what you're doing to help your clients. I think it's great. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the FY Tune Store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. Video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Christina, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.